welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, mainly I'd like to talk about the Credit Suisse spooks. We'll also be going over up or down. The markets see some relief this week, but they still end down on the Friday. Uh, there's been some disappointing earnings the past couple of months, um, and we're also going to talk about unemployment and a partnership between Tesla and Pepsi. So I know you kind of brought up this uh, Tesla-Pepsi deal. Why don't yeah. you go over that for us? Yeah, so um, I read a little bit about it. Not too, too much, but um, pretty interesting. Um, Tesla is kind of brokering a deal with Pepsi to supply semi-transport trucks. So that could be a huge revenue source for Tesla if they pull that off. And then yeah. that, that kind of legitimizes the whole you can use electric 18-wheeler transport. Right, yeah. They've had some uh, prototypes and stuff that they've been developing for those Tesla semis yeah, for remember, a while now. I remember whenever so, they originally announced it. It was pretty cool. But Yeah, um, I think uh, having a deal set up by for this by Pepsi is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Though it does strike me with uh, vivid memories of the Nikola GM deal. If you remember that one. I do remember that one. That They're uh, gravity-powered <laughs> uh, semis. Yeah. And is... I just liked how afterwards they were like, well, we never said it was under its own conveyance, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Technically, we didn't say that. It's like, oh, my God. But, yeah, I think Tesla, obviously, is a lot different from Nikola. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think it's a it's a big deal considering that like, you know, not only Tesla is saying this, but Pepsi presumably, unlike GM, has actually looked into Tesla's ability to deliver on this um, and has signed a deal for them with them. Nice. Yeah. Well, you have to do your due diligence in every transaction, right? Like, right. Yeah. You would hope. You would at hope. least. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like GM did. Yeah. Ouch. Can't believe that, though. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading it and uh, the report like right after and the uh, stock was going up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but in the report, it said that GM would basically do everything. And Nikola like was giving nothing. Yeah. And so I actually bought puts on Nikola that day as it was like topping out. Hmm. And then the next day they were like on live air and the CEO was like being interviewed and they were like, so what does Nikola exactly bring to this uh, partnership? And it was just like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, well, we got like the name and like a great sense of character. And she was like, yeah, I was looking through it and it just seemed like, you know, the engineering, the parts, the yada yada, everything comes from GM. So what exactly does Nikola do? <laughs> he like couldn't answer. It was hilarious. Well, they know how to do it. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they, would they, we do the things we do that, the things. you know, we're Nikola, Nikola stuff. Uh, electricity, but cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- and this kind of brings us into like, I don't know, disappointment in stocks and even more disappointing in earnings as of late. And right. Yeah. I mean, it's been a rough quarterly earnings like the the end of the year is not looking great yeah and Um, i i feel like a lot of this is like people's cash flow is starting to to dry up because i don't know maybe they're just not getting back to work as much but 
Um, unemployment rate now, as of reported earlier today, um, is down to 3.5% whenever the expectation was for it to remain unchanged at 3.7%. So Right. And like part of that to remember, though, is that this unemployment, where they get their numbers from is only people claiming unemployment insurance. Yeah, and in I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because like these numbers, although technically there's growing jobs numbers, there's still so many people that I don't think have come back to or gone back to full-time employment since, I don't know, maybe before the pandemic or there's much more of a need for things now. I don't know, but like clearly there's a lack somewhere and it's either in the amount of actual employment there is, needs to be or is, or like demand has just gotten way higher. But like that means you need more employment to be able to support that somewhere. So, Right. And like part of what I was getting at was that even you can run out of unemployment insurance. So even yeah. if you were still unemployed and not working, you wouldn't be on an unemployment insurance because especially after 2020, uh, when everybody was on it, they now don't have any weeks left. So yes. that could even just be people running out of time. Um, I don't know how strong the economy's been. There's definitely a lot of signs up for people who need uh, work. I know, like, you go through the drive-thru or something or Every, shopping. Everywhere. Same same thing yeah, here. It's always everywhere. like there's not enough jobs, but yeah. somehow the percentage they still haven't figured out really that they low. need to pay people more. Yes, I know. Than, like, starvation wages. Literally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so it could be that maybe it's a, could even, I mean, like I prefer having a job in winter, Hmm. you know, it's a lot harder to be homeless in the winter than it is in the summer. Yeah. That's for sure. That's true. But yeah, I mean, uh, in general, like also disappointing earnings has been, I wonder if it's in part of that. Like if they can't hire people or refuse to hire people, especially for like, they can't grow more or, yeah. Um, people helping to sell stuff. How mm-hmm. can they make more money? Yep. And I feel like the stock market is really kind of reacting to this by snapping back on PE ratios on specific stocks. Right. Like the the price to earnings on things over the pandemic was enormous, like mm-hmm. unreal. Tesla was like two thousand years ahead of itself at one <laughs> yeah. point. What the fuck. <laughs> Like, this is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So, I, I I don't know. Things are definitely coming way back to more realistic targets. And right. we were talking about this in the Discord the other day. If you did, like, the acid test, which is basically you, you sell everything and pay off all your debts, how much cash are you left with, um, on Tesla. And I don't know. This is just a link we found off of a website. But it was a, uh, an acid test of 1.06. So, they would have, like... Based on a market cap of, um, I don't know, what are they at? $690 billion, They'd be left with a couple billion worth of cash in the end. So, like, there is something there. They they have achieved profit in the end. But, I don't know. It's interesting to see what the new valuations of companies are. And I feel like we've seen the high side of Tesla. What's the low side of Tesla's market cap going to be? What Right? Like, where does the right. PE balance out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, in our in our Discord, we've had this, we talked about it last week, is about 350, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it's going to be uh, due to the uh, Fed rates, and I know we haven't talked about this together since, like, I think it's been, like, three weeks since we had the whole crew here, just due to various things, 
you know, uh, Major's not here because of the hurricane down in Florida, so he's got spotty internet and his computer got left and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's not here for now, but... Uh, <clears throat> he's avoiding a hurricane. You know, been, Fuck that. It's been a while, but they did raise it by 75 uh, basis points a few weeks ago, and it doesn't look like they're going to stop raising it anytime soon. Um, certainly not in like the next quarter or so. So I think that'll drive the market to these safer and safer bets as we go. Whereas you can look at 2020 when it was basically opposite. They were pumping money in and the interest rate was almost negative. I think, what was it at 1.0% exactly? Or like 0.1? Yeah, I think, I, I don't know what the, like the low was, but it was they were even, basically free. Yeah. I remember them talking about pushing it negative, and I was like, that's just Yeah, I know. I, I, I remember that coming up, and I was just like, just take out a loan. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sit <like>, on it. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it right now. Yeah. As much as you want to give me. Yeah. Um, but so kind of like inverse in that way where we saw that big bull market and these crazy valuations, mm-hmm. now we're going to be seeing people kind of going to more conservative bets things that are more guaranteed to have an outcome because you're not getting money at 0% interest. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this week, actually I was kind of, it was interesting. Uh, it did go up to about 380 where I thought it would go. Uh, we talked about this in the discord. However, I'm still not sure where I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm looking at this 360 level. It bounced off on Friday, uh, uh, 360 for the SPY. Um, and I was expecting more like 382, and its height was 379.5. Hmm. Um, so I was a little bit surprised by that. It's not like crazy because we are in like an extreme fear position in the markets right now. Yep. And and um, also, um, I'm pretty sure there's a long weekend coming to play right now, too. Uh, are you you talking about Columbus Day? Well, Canadian markets are closed because it's our Thanksgiving holiday, but I thought you guys had a holiday too. We do. Uh, Monday is Columbus Day, but the markets are still open. Okay. Though I would guess that volume is going to be rather low, yeah. comparatively. Yeah, fair, because no one's going to show up. But the work, markets are sucks. still technically open on Columbus Day, yeah. or Indigenous Peoples Day. Oh, inter- interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay, okay. Columbus was an asshole, so... Yeah. I don't know why we named it day after him. It's kind of like Hitler Day or something. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be... That's pretty brutal, pretty actually. Bad. Damn. Yeah. He, uh, he genocided a lot of people. Wow. Lots of rape and murder. Yeah, I don't know too, too much day. about, like, U.S. history. There was, like, a little yeah. bit that I did in um, high school, but... Uh, yeah. It's, it's more just, pretty, like, how they interacted with Canada. He was pretty shit. Yeah. Even, like, even like the people of the time were like, Hey, whoa! Oh, slow wow. down, buddy! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he got called back. Jesus. Uh, but anyway, Columbus Day, markets are going to still be open. Uh, I'm going to be, I, that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, Monday, I'm going to see how the price movement is and either uh, probably reposition or just uh, leave them going. Hmm. But still up a bit. Uh, yeah. Some of mine, I got called out on some some profit stop losses. So yeah. it's all working out. I mean, I've been... It's all uh, coming together. I just didn't really get that entry that I wanted for my shorts. Yeah. Which I've got 382 because I expected it to go to like 380 and then overshoot it a little bit. Mm, but see. it actually undercut it a little bit because it's so bearish. Yeah. Should have been watching for that, I guess. I was in and out but, of oh, well. uh, Tesla puts all week long, which was oh, yeah? pretty, pretty lucrative, not going to lie. 
Yeah, not yeah. bad. Like fifty percented my account over the week, which is really fucking nice. So yeah, that's basically what I'm looking at for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but our main story today is Credit Suisse. Uh, so if you had been paying attention, it was pretty big. Uh, Credit Suisse came out and said, we do not have an insolvency issue. So of course the entire market was like, oh, they're fucking lying. Hmm. Um, there was, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, speculation on their ability to do this restructuring. Hmm. Um, they're, they're looking to restructure their business and assets, um, for different profit and risk management strategies. Okay. Um, that has a lot of big investors kind of spooked, um, particularly because restructuring could cost a lot of money where they have to maybe shore up some bad debt or uh, <clears throat> change some talent, make new offices, etc., etc. Yeah. So where are they going to find that money? A lot of investors think that they might do a uh, new share offering, which basically is just taking money from investors. So any current investors would be fucked. Hmm. Um, they uh, pretty much sank throughout the week. They're yeah. They went I, back I, up I've on kind Friday. Of been keeping an eye on them, like it. it yeah. I don't know. It's kind of showing cracks in the whole system right like right credit the suisse, canary in the coal mine yeah like uh, i don't know man uh, i'm it's gonna be interesting to see what happens well yeah it's definitely not good for anyone in the market if a big bank like this has major problems yeah like um <clears throat> yeah they did go up a bit on friday because they announced that they were going to buy back three billion dollars in debt which was their way to kind of ease concerns that they uh don't have any money yeah don't have any money like we just have an insolvency problem there you go yeah have it back i don't want it um but another issue that they're facing is that with all these concerns a lot of like big clients are now looking to maybe take out their money put it in a different bank um another one of these big banks and so their team has been like spending all this time all week reassuring these big clients. At the same time, other banks are calling those clients to try and and saying, hey, them. come join our bank. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of like a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy in that way. If they lose all their big clients, then they really will have an insolvency Issue. problem. Yeah. 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 Um, and besides that. They've also recently had other problems and scandals uh, similar. Like, so they lost $5 billion from our code ghosts going under in, uh, last year, hmm. as well as uh, like the green sill scandal hasn't done them any favors. Um, you know, there was a, a lot of losses going into 2021 from 2020. Yeah. Uh, when those rates were so low, they were borrowing all this money and just kind of lending it out willy nilly. Yeah. And now we have to kind of. Pull back and be more conservative. Yeah, for sure. Another big problem is that they also have one of the highest rate uh, costs of lending for these other big banks at about like high twos to 3%. So there's there's reasons to be concerned. Yeah. For sure. There is. And just like, I don't know, keeping an eye on what's going on abroad helps out so much. Right. Like, uh, yeah, Credit Suisse uh, is a Swiss company. It's got a lot of money, and it has big offices. Particularly, its major profit center is lo- 
in Hong Kong. So, um, you know, anything that's sensitive to the Chinese market's also going to hurt Credit Suisse. It's a interesting. It's all a connected world, you know. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's definitely something to keep looking out for. Um, why doesn't your bank try poaching some of these? What do you think? Any know. banks in Canada? Uh, maybe looking to poach any of these. Who knows? No idea. Hmm. Big clients on the big, out for the fish. They should be. I mean, if they're yeah. not, I mean, fuck. Take advice from old Rootsy here. <laughs> Come on down to old Rootsy's advice. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, probably one of their biggest concerns is like the restructuring itself as well. Um. You know, if you're gonna have problems with talent retention and uh if they spin off some of their more profitable arms into separate companies and kind of leave like the shitty ones that have to be kind of gutted out that could be a big problem for investors yeah that's true mm. yeah i don't know like uh, it, it it sort of creates like i don't know if credit suisse now is looking to borrow money it's going to be at a higher right. interest rate because they're like deemed less worthy, right? Right. Yeah. So, so like, that's, that goes into their like cost of lending. Yeah. Uh, and problems. I, if all of a sudden Credit Suisse is borrowing at a higher interest rate, then all of the things that are equivalent to or under that, or like graded lesser than Credit Suisse, would then have to be at basically an equal or higher interest rate from there on out. And it just trickles right. down really quickly whenever things like this start happening to bigger companies or bigger lenders. So, I don't know. It's a scary world. Well, all I can say is that if uh, Credit Suisse goes under, we're all pretty fucked. I mean, just make sure that be hard, Credit hard Suisse times. ain't a part of any of your investments. <laughs> it's definitely part of some of them. Yeah. Gotta be. It's gotta be. Too big. I know. It's like BlackRock. Fuck. You have risk to it somehow. But managing that risk is definitely possible. Obviously, you don't want to own the straight-up stock. Uh, but, you know, if they go down, then it'll have a trickle-down effect. Kind of like a tumbling domino effect. Mm -hmm. For instance, like, stuff that happens in China is also going to affect them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many external factors for, for everything, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Well... Is that all we wanted to cover today? Yeah, that's all I have for today. Yeah. Um, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You can always like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter. A lot of the d discussion happens in the Discord where you can uh, ask us any questions. We also do daily updates on what's going on in the market, what our uh, ideas are for the stock prices. And, you know, overall, I think our Discord's doing pretty well for the current circumstances yeah and very quickly for our longtime listeners we are going to resume rip it or dip it we're just waiting for major to well get his life back together uh hurricane right not fun so he he's got the the pass card on this one um but we'll resume eventually when we're all back tommy do your thing and we'll cue the outro thank you for listening to the roots report by roots research llc Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.